What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers, and this is Season 5. Before we get started, I wanted to share some news with you. For those that don't know, I'm a professional GM as well, and I run games set in the Worldwalkers universe, which people sign up for at patreon.com worldwalkers. Until recently, the games haven't had any slots open, but this week, we'll be changing that. If you've been looking to join a game but can't find a GM, or if you wish you could play inside the Worldwalkers universe, this is your chance. There are two games you can join at the moment. Both of them use Pathfinder 2nd Edition. The first is Worldwalkers Heroes, where a group of adventurers have been given artifacts of power and tasked to live up to the legends of the heroes before them. It takes place Saturdays at 8pm Eastern. There are currently two slots open. The second one will be starting in a few weeks. Currently, there are only three slots left. It's called World Walkers the Grey, and it takes place on Obrimos, the world of Shattered Timelines. It revolves around a small group of people who are called together to do one thing. Prevent an event that will throw their world into chaos. In order to do that, they will have to shatter every timeline that stands in their way. And they only have 365 days to do it. It takes place Mondays at 8pm Eastern. If you want to know more, or you want to grab your spot now, email pedro at worldwalkerspodcast.com. That's P-E-D-R-O at worldwalkerspodcast.com, and you'll be good to go. Alright, so with that taken care of, let's jump into the episode, and this, my friends, is a big one. Welcome to World Walkers, Season 5, Episode 10, The Way of the Worlds. So... The group is making their way back into Avidel, the city of Raelis. They have a new companion of sorts in tow, Brother Steel, who has now been, as it was uh, mentioned earlier, cleansed by the river in the city of uh, Avidel. <laughs> and on your way back, you meet up with Hopscotch and Tristana. Who? Where did you wander off, the, uh, the two of you, right before the action hit? Um... I saw a glass store. I knew you were going to say It's like a store of fine crystals. And <laughs> I wanted to check it out. And so I went in there and um, didn't break a single thing. Wow. Fake news. Hopscotch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who knows where I am? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still recovering. I remember drinking... And then I was recruited into a canvassing event at a wine dungeon for a very well-spoken hero uh, dungeon. But it was not meant to be. Sounds saucy and sexy. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was all that and like like this big adventure for both of you in the span of like ten, ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just. Uh, I I can just hear the word Super Tuesday in my head. I don't know. It's been a long drinking spell. <laughs> <laughs> they had some <clears throat> some crazy shit. <laughs> All right. And so... It was called Hope. <laughs> <laughs> On that good, good. <laughs> All right. So you have reconnected with the rest of uh, your companions. And along the way, you are filled in with what's happened. So you find yourselves reconnected 
with Hopscotch and Tristana making your way through the beautiful streets of Avidel. And what's the conversation and where are you going from here? Hi, new guy. Oh, my God. Oh, hey, Greg. There you are. Where were you? You, We could have used you. Oh, uh, there's just a really cool uh, crystal store. I mean, Greg, uh, you yeah, look that... fine. What, what were you complaining about? I, I do not look fine. I look... What, per- <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that is... Uh, well, there was a nightmare inside my buddy here. I thought you said it's your butt. <laughs> what? No, I... There's <laughs> a lot of butt stuff going on. I was going to say there's a lot of butt stuff at that end there's of the table. I'm not sure what's going there. on here. Greg, who, who, who are these? Oh, uh, these are some uh, other Dreamwalkers. This is Hopscotch, and that's... Uh... Oh, fuck. I forgot your name momentarily. Um, How dare you, Cal? I'm sorry. It's been so like Tris- This is Tristana. <laughs> Howdy. Yeah, so there was some nightmares inside of uh, Brother Steel here, and, uh, well, we-, we helped get them out, I think, but they kind of went down the river. We're not really sure where they went, except down the river. Oh, man. He kind of smiles at how casual you tell the story, Greg. Like, there's a familiarity that the two of you have. Mm-hmm. And this is just kind of classic Greg for him. But, uh, yeah, so, well, uh, we were trying to find you and to talk to you. Uh, oh, crap, we gotta go back to the the tavern. There was a bunch of people. We gotta make sure they're okay. And he's like, starts heading back to the tavern. And Brother Steel looks ashamed, but he, he puts his hand on your shoulder and he goes, Ain't no one in that tavern safe, you know that. And he has this huge, like, wash of guilt over his face. There's, there's nobody? Ain't nobody. <sighs> we gotta find somewhere to talk, because there's a lot to fill you all in on. Uh, where should we go? I Usually we would talk there, but obviously... We could go to the library. Aren't you supposed to be quiet in libraries? That's true. I don't know, I don't spend a lot of time in libraries, but I've heard that. <laughs> I was in a library once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I was once. in a library once. Did you get lost? Or? I realized they didn't serve alcohol. Well, they don't have uh, mead, so whatever, you know. <laughs> no, just a lot of books. That's books why are good great. if you open it up and there's a flask inside. Oh, our pictures. <laughs> but that's where everyone keeps their stories. Who needs. D- d- Okay. Who needs stories, said the bard. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be another tavern around, right? Ah. Five churches and only one tavern? That doesn't seem No, there's more. There's got to be more. If it's like South Bend, there's at least a tavern for every (laughs) church. (laughs) And this is a lot of churches. (laughs) No, there's uh, Keeper's Secret. It's a religious-themed Keeper of secrets? No, Keeper's Secret. That's a cool. Keeper's oh, Secret. this one's good. We're, uh, <laughs> this will be great. It's like we find- have secrets. Yeah, it's like finding the green dream. Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sign. <laughs> now, Greg, as you make your way there, you know that uh, the Keeper's Secret is something of an interesting tavern because there's, there's no limit to the uh, types of voices that can make themselves heard. It's not uncommon for preachers to stand up and uh, make their pitch. There's a uh, number of lively debates between the the third, the fourth, and the fifth temples of Raelus. The first and second are no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, they have uh, suffered the the progress of expansions. 
and kind of mm. been swallowed up by the second or by the third and fourth temples of Raylas. The fifth temple of Raylas is something of a little bit of a bad boy, a renegade in the town right now. It's really, um, it's pushing aspects of the teachings of Raylas that some find a little controversial, but also alluring. And so it's hard to say what you're going to run into here. Well, I mean, people are pretty talkative in here, so they probably won't be listening to us for the most part. Might work. Yeah, there's no reason yeah, not to go there right now. We can right go now. to Keeper's Secret. I, I think we should go there, and I just, like, pet Brother Steel and, like, try to give him, like, reassuring, like, half hug. That's okay, you only killed everyone in the tavern. Oh, okay, let's, uh, maybe not. <laughs> Look on know. the bright side. Some see the tavern as half empty. I see <laughs> 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 I see it as devoid of life. <laughs> I see it as full of free booze. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I see it in need of a happy hour. <laughs> like if you walked into that tavern, would it just be like the scene in Gremlins with all the little guys, all the little nightmares running around? I want to be the one dressed up like a like a hooker with the boobs and the. <laughs> <laughs> Tone is set. So the keeper's secret. Yeah. Keeper's secret. All right. So you make your way through the town, and before you know it, you find yourself in front of the keeper's secret. It has this interesting aspect. Not a lot of taverns that you um, have frequented, no matter what world you've been on, honestly, seem to have this open seating area with kind of some awnings, and you can hang out there. They don't allow you to uh, go on your rambles out here like <laughs> they want you to have to go inside for that so um these are pleasant little seating areas there's a uh, big round tables with uh, eight chairs per and they stretch almost around the entire building so you can sit out here you can head inside i'm just gonna sit let's 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 just go inside me <laughs> like i'm well, just at the table still <laughs> that way people aren't looking at us from the outside Oh, you sat down. It's okay. <laughs> there we just have a lot of there's a lot of decision making going into where we're going to sit. <laughs> what do you want to eat? I don't know. Nah. Wherever you want to go. <laughs> I'm not hungry, but I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh yeah, so you step inside and there's a small little waiting area where someone's going to seat you. And oh. so you step up and there's a little uh counter and gentleman behind the counter he's um looks like he's clean shaven has a little bow tie vest and he says well good good day welcome welcome how may i help you uh table for five six Six. harold's there (laughs) all right so he um nods as well all right let me let me see what i can put together let me see what i can put together and he moves a small um, golden cup forward as he goes into the back and looks and see what kind of seating's available. So, oh, like, moves a small golden cup forward, like, here, drop some coin? Oh, I don't know. This fucking place. He's gone. That's all, um, all right, hang on, I got this. Let me check oh, on... What? And, Greg, you would know that, basically, there does seem to be a more expedient service to those who are willing to invest in themselves. <laughs> I am gonna round out my gold and give. I'm gonna drop six pieces in there to round out my monies at 110. Right. So, cling, 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 and then he 
Oh, excuse Oh, I have great news. <laughs> right this way. And he looks in the oh. cup, and then he gets some menus together. This is a tavern, by the way. <laughs> but he has menus in <laughs> a seating area. And so he walks you in. This is a beautiful tavern. There is much more um, of a... It, it's a much more inviting element than maybe you're used to. All around the walls, there are different uh, framed scriptures from the different churches that have come and gone um, since this establishment uh, has been built. There are people all about that seem very happy. There's a lot of booths in the area. Um, Kids are in here, and they're looking at menus too. It's very... I mean, again, it's normal for Greg and for Brother Steel. It's probably very off-putting for the rest of you. You're not used to seeing kids inside of these uh, kinds of establishments. We're not used to Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) Are there doilies? What's up? Are there doilies on the table? (laughs) No, no. There's little tents. Yeah, with little, like, information, like they've printed off. With, like, desserts. Not printed, but... Yeah, yeah. The the special for today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, they sit you down in a nice, comfortable area. Half-off abs from five to six. Signature cocktails. And uh, he says, uh, someone will be right with you. Brother Steele looks awkward, walks off, gets a chair, drags it back to the booth, sits down on the outside. They they set us at a table for not five. No, I set you at a booth for six, but Brother Steele is a golem. He's too happy. Can't fit in the booth. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. They didn't ask us table or booth. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I also I also can't fit in the booth, but I have the opposite problem. I need a booster chair. <laughs> That's precious. And as you sit down and you all kind of get situated and stuff, figure who's going to sit inside. I want the inside. I want the outside. I have to go to the bathroom. All that stuff. You are kind of put at ease that no one's freaking out about the nature of your ancestry, Tristana. Oh, I, I thought I still had my uh, disguise on. So I kind of look like a dwarf a little I mean, bit. You don't, but uh, <laughs> no one, no one's questioning. You think you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. It's in the name, Tristana, baby dwarf, glassbreaker. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so he steps back and he goes, "Thank you so much for coming. Uh, what brings you to the Keeper Secret? Uh, we were just curious what the secret is." The secret, actually, is the importance that we place on the word of Rayless. One thing that you're going to get when you get here, anytime you want it, whenever you want it, is direct translation from the original scripture of Rayless, which you can't find anywhere else. There have been temples that have come and gone, but the true word of Rayless, it's right here in the menu if you know where to look. Let me get you started with something. And he passes the menu out. I look uh, for the word of Rayless. Are there pictures in this menu? No, there's runes. Is Greg illiterate? Scattered along. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard heard Callie several times say something about pictures over words now, and I'm starting to wonder. (laughs) Greg knows words. Who knows? All the best words. All the (laughs) best. Oh my god. You see him slowly reading the front, very like moving slowly. his lips. But yes. yeah, they are ancient runes uh, scattered throughout the menu. And he says, um, you know, if you know where to look. And he taps some of the runes. Seems very proud of himself. That's a nice, uh, nice rune. Looks around. What are you all drinking? Water. Don't 
take the water? I don't think it's coming right out of the river. <laughs> Anyone else? Hey, no, you drink that water. That's going to cleanse you. Perfect. Uh, got any, like, uh, like juice? Juice? Nods. Uh, mead? Mead, all right. Um, Brother Steel? Brother Steel just looks at him sorrowfully. Sorry. Sir? Oh, you know. You know, man, you know. Very well. He walks off confused. <laughs> he did know. <laughs> so He'll figure it out. Drinks are served, and he says, I will be right back to get your orders. She's very excited. Can I read the runes? No. Why? Wait, we're ordering more than drinks? What kind of tavern is this? <laughs> I, they got um, a lot of stuff. Like the rest of the city, it's the kind of tavern that's going to hustle us for as much money these, as possible. Like, you're from another world, so the idea that you would know these runes is near impossible. I'm a full carol. And, and, and I have the runes maybe history. have heard of you, but you can't read them. <laughs> I have intimidation. Can I intimidate? You're gonna the punk runes? the runes out? Hey, fuck you, rune. Tell you me want, the secrets. You want to flex on the runes? Yeah. Yes. Go for it. Please do. <laughs> Twenty-four. All right. So you watch as uh, Hopscotch has lost himself in a staring match with the menu. <laughs> roll the twenty-four. How high would I need to roll? To, to punk words. This would be a perfect time to have comprehend languages. <laughs> And so Brother Steel kind of looks down and, well, doesn't know where to start. Well, uh, what? When did the when did the thing take you? I yeah, think. how how, how did you become possessed with a nightmare? You said that you you said that they got everybody, or they got all the all the places. I mean, is that how? Honestly, I I don't know exactly. I only remember bits and pieces. I know. That I had gotten a tip that Morella was nearby in the city of Rylus. I had made my way this way. Oh, Morella, we know him. Uh, yeah. And he closes uh, his fist and you can hear like, as like the, uh, <laughs> the barrels start to reload. Oh, oh. Apparently they don't get along, so maybe stop. Oh, uh, sh- never mind. Just Don't just get along is a really... Mild way of putting well, it. Well, I'm still kind of trying to comprehend what what happened exactly. So, I told you he made me. Right, brotherhood made you what? Into the man he is today. Oh, like spiritually? No, like created. Uh... He leans down close and he says, "After the war, brotherhood of steel, a certain faction of them." sat down and wanted to figure out how they could combine the little bits of gunslinger information they had and a little bit of the connections they had with inside agents within Kadim. And they sat down and they tried to build something that they could turn into a mass-produced weapon. And what that was, was whatever the hell I am. You know, if you, if you blame him for all the bad, you have to thank him for all the good, too. Just gives you like an insanely intense stare. Like you have to take, you have to uh, look at it from the big picture, man. You've got to take the good and also take. You the also bad. have to thank him for 
for giving you this drive and hate that you know like that you can then use and channel into positive energy I'm gonna tell you right now I ain't here for this I'll tell you what I know we try to work together if you're gonna tell me I should be thankful (laughs) for the things that were done to me nobody's trying to tell you that Right, uh, and just, he looks right at Tristana and Hopscotch and just points at them. Maybe not they, thankful for what's been done to you, but thankful that you're alive. I, I get. I would like to I, say. I get close to him and I say, "Look, they're not from here. I don't think they fully understand." And why the, are they running their the mouths like they are? Well, I. They're still kind of new to me too, so still like getting to know them a little better too. So I'm really sorry if they rub you the wrong way. I, I think they mean well. Just kind of looks down. Please con- continue your story. You said got a tip about Morello. So I'm all the way here. The rest of it's kind of blurry. And then suddenly I just kind of felt myself lost to whatever it is that was done. To- I-, I I know that I understood on some kind of level the nightmares in the way that you and me, Greg, we'd never encounter. We, we're used to, to dealing with them, to battling them. But this time I felt like I I was them. And I'll tell oh, you what. That's kind of like the ones we met up with in uh, Jansabar. What? They possess people. So they just keep doing this then to people? What do you think it is about the water that made the nightmare leave? I, I think I can tell you that. Oh. I I was there when all this was happening. It wasn't like I lost my mind completely. I could feel myself there and it seemed to be feeding off whatever I felt. I'm not saying it was rational, but the moment that you threw me up in the air and threw me into the water, I didn't know what was going to happen and I I freaked out. I didn't know and in that moment it was the only time it had ever, I don't know, like freaked out too, and it jumped right the shit out. So maybe it, it was feeds. Be- maybe it wasn't the water, and it was because you thought you were gonna die. So if it feeds off of like your emotions too, kind of. And I'm real sorry, Greg. Putting you down. It seemed to love that, but when it saw. You and he points right at Vernon. It was just feeding off that. It there is some, it 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 did seem to recognize me. They want to hurt. They want to twist and push everyone to the breaking point. But it hates you. And it points to Vernon and the rest of you. It doesn't point at Greg. They hate you. What did you? Ooh. Oh man, I thought they loved us. It said it was surprised it took us so long. Well, when I was holding, when I was trying to restrain you when you were possessed, you looked at me and said that you were surprised it took me so long to find you. And maybe you meant like me, as in the royal me, where it would have been a we. But, um, yeah, it was definitely, there was definitely recognition, and it was surprised that it took us so long to find it. Well, they were, it was reveling, or they were, it's hard, because it's not just one, it's all of them. They were reveling in the fact that they, they found you, but they, they hate you in a way I don't know how to comprehend. 
they feel betrayed by all of you. They seem to feel that you were supposed to be them. Yeah, that checks. And they feel like you did something to them. How does that check? How are we supposed to be them? The whole interaction with Jansabar. They were like, oh man, you're the chosen ones. Uh, you're the heart of the team, Tristana. You it should let us. It wasn't just that. It's something deeper than that. Especially, and it like points at Hopscotch. Like, they hate all of you in, in about the same way. There is something about a world, and you cause them a kind of pain that they don't understand. You, you, you broke them, and you left them. Huh. Oh, was that the thing with I'm the I'm an tree? innovator. People always hate those that push the fold. Like, <laughs> haters gonna know, hate. Yeah, that's I, how you know you're doing good when you catch haters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brother Steel, you you should like me for how much that thing hates hates me. <laughs> it just seems confused. I'm unsure. That's that's fine. I'm just saying, I must be one cool dude, which I am. But <laughs> <laughs> must be, sure am. <laughs> but yeah, that that seems to be it the big like difference. It didn't like that. I wouldn't let it rape me. That's all I gotta say. Whoa, I. <laughs> Oh, Puts his hands up. Those things do not all respect All right, are consent. we thinking appetizers? Or are we thinking just going all <laughs> in, just jumping right into the hole the waiter comes back? Does this back. guy have flair? He does, so he has um, awesome. all kinds of buttons from the different temples yes. that have existed. Yes. Like, I, there's I only multiple first pieces. <laughs> he has 17, unfortunately. Um, he's kind of phoning it in. But he comes back. Um, he's got this kind of nice greased up hair that he pulls back. He's got a white collar right in the middle, and then kind of like a, a black collar that comes around that and cups it. But then he also has this really like bright, uh, kind of a vibrant uh, vest that he wears that just seems to be like a kaleidoscope of colors clashing together in the hopes of saying something more important than any one color uh, on its own. And he says, so we think, yeah, I mean like a lot of people, they think they don't want the appetizer, it comes back, and then they're like, oh, man, I'm hungry, but I don't want to go for dessert, which you should totally go for dessert, just so you know. But they kind of wish they had, you know, there's a there's an elegance to the appetizer. If you, a lot of people buy the appetizer, and then they try to eat it themselves, and they ain't got no room for the dinner, and then they miss out on probably the best desserts you can get this side of Durango Mountains. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put 10 gold on the table and just bring us your best. Right to work. Blessings. <laughs> Take some, and he just fell into this drawl too. You've noticed that, like, when people start talking, they fall into this weird kind of like cadence and drawl that that they weren't doing at all until they really start getting kind of uh, moved by the spirit, if you will. Does the barmaid look like Tammy Faye? <laughs> God, <laughs> not yet. Paula Dean. <laughs> Get a big stick of butter. It Brother, didn't kill me. Brother Steel just looks helped. awkward. He doesn't know how to handle being interrupted by that weird f- flare-based gentleman. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they were telling us about how uh, they were like mad at the nightmares, and they tried to the nightmares tried to abduct uh, our friend Hopscotch and uh, Harold and Layla. May she rest in peace, or whatever. 
Rest in a wall. Whatever. Yeah, rest in a wall. At least you said. He says, I, I don't know. I can tell you what I understand is that when I was part of that, all we wanted to do, or I, or, I don't know how to separate the the whatever, but all I know is that they just want to go from world to world and bleed them. That was what kept pulsing in my mind was bleed, bleed. I can tell you that I came here so that I could go ahead and hunt down Morello. Once I was taken, I had a completely different goal. We wanted to corrupt the Church of Raelis and change its teachings. Oh no, what? We wanted to find Lucid within the church, take him, start spreading something completely different. I don't know exactly what, but that's what I decided to do once I got here. Do I know how, like, we find lucid dreamers or anything? Like, No, and that's um, that's something that you might want to bring up. Uh, it's something that you know is a problem, Greg, because there used to be a lot of dreamwalkers. What you might not have told the group yet, at least on COG, dreamwalkers are losing this battle. There's no way to find Lucid as far as you know. There's no way to just walk up to someone and and discover whether they're a Lucid or not. So, there's not many of you left on Cog. And there's none on Minroth? And there's none on Minroth, that is correct. I look at Brother Steel and like, how, how are they going to find Lucids? I mean, it's not like there's a lot here. And I can tell you that real them. easy. When a nightmare enters into the mind of a dreamer, if they're lucid, then they can take control of them. And if they can't, they die. So they were just gonna... So they're just gonna start wholesale killing people? Oh, jeez. Okay. How do we even go up against that? It seems like their goal, like I said, is to bleed the world, not destroy the world. They don't want to just wipe through everyone. All I know is that when when I was taken, I immediately knew what I was going to do. I have to assume whoever's taken has some sort of plan. How can we tell that someone's been taken other than, you know, a, a bunch How of dead bodies? How did you know I was? I mean, a you bunch of dead bodies. Drip, you, you started dripping like black goop and stuff. Also, you shot me, so I mean, I figured you weren't <laughs> you. That's fair. Um, I need to get this out of the way. And I think it's going to change the conversation. But I want you to remember, you all told me to put everything else in front of personal vendettas and personal situations. And we're going to see how much you all actually believe that. Because the when I was part of it. And I mean, when I saw all of you, something else flashed inside my head. What? They hate you. And I know I said that before, but I, I gotta make you understand how much they hate you. They want to see you suffer. And I got a couple things flashing through my head. Like they were, they were excited. They were thinking about it and they knew what they wanted to do. I saw a couple things. I saw a flower shop 
small, it's real pretty, and seemed like it. I, I I felt like it was full of memories. I don't know why I thought that, but I felt it. But the plants were drowning in shadows. Don't know what that means. I saw a workshop that was covered in spare parts and gunpowder. And there's this small little bugger who didn't know that the ceiling was just dripping with darkness. There was a town. It was more like a city. It was like cosmic, but way bigger. And the people were walking about, but they were casting shadows. And they all started to merge together. And there was a tavern. It was like an inn, but like a tavern inn. Some kind of like combo situation. And there were a lot of people, and they were living their best lives. And there was a man running the bar, and he was giving everyone his full attention. He was able to, 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 to command everyone together. And no one was noticing that the doors were losing their locks and their doorknobs. I saw this small boy. He was happy. He was content. And he had these small pointy ears. And he was sitting in a sea of swirling darkness. He didn't even know that it was all coming together. And then the last thing I noticed, I understood, I saw, was a small cottage. And there was a fireplace. There was a walking stick above it. And I, I remember the stick because there was a lady just looking at it. And she had a long braid down to her back. And she just kept staring at the stick. And then she walked over to a small table. And she opened up some kind of book. It had like a red leather cover. These really old faded pages. And the only reason I remember the colors of the book. Because everything else was just gray. All that stuff kind of kept flashing in my head. Just excited like. I don't know what it all means. It seems like it's all deeply connected to you. The moment they saw you, they became excited. Yeah, Sounds like you saw Janzibar. So out of curiosity, who do you guys think the little boy was? That was my boy. Oh. A brother still looks over to you. You got a boy? It's my, my, my little Lucy. Huh. I'm sorry, I didn't... I didn't know. Well, who's the workshop? I, I Harold. But it had guns. Gun parts. Oh. You talk about your family's inn? Yep. Layla had a flower shop. Who's Layla? She's no longer with us. Rest in peace or whatever. Hopefully she's okay. <laughs> There's one less year. <gasps> that last one was, uh, I think that one was for me. I'm real sorry. Well, they clearly know more about us than we thought. Well, they grabbed me and put me in a, a weird town. I mean, that's how I started here. I just woke up somewhere else. Well, and if they were hitching a ride with us for a while, it's, you know... Not hard to believe that they could pick through our brain. How do they know about me? I, I, they don't. They haven't been in my head. I thought, but they got to Mercurius. <sighs> How? Okay. Wait, wait, I mean, if 
they did get into Mercurius, we gotta... We gotta save Mercurius, right? I mean... I have no doubt they're in Mercurius. I think that's how they got to me so fast and how they're they're sweeping past everyone. Because I, that- I could feel some of the other Dreamwalkers. You could feel them? They have others? They got... Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to sort them all out. I just know there were others. Okay. Well, I mean... Well, what's our best... I mean, should we try to go to the... The source to Mercurius, or should we go to the first? Go to the place, Tristan. Tristan, is that it? Well, that's that's where we're gonna have to. We're all gonna have to sit and do a long thing, cause they got us bad. Oh boy, we gotta stop this. What we know, and I, I mean, I'm with you, but here's the problem. As you know, Greg, Tristan's our home base. We scatter about. We're all over the place. You know, here on Cog, there's a couple of us. There's me, there's Greg, there's Zephyr, and there's Genevieve and Cyclonix. That's it? That's it right now. We don't know how to find more Lucid. So, somehow we gotta find them, but we gotta find them without the nightmares finding them. Wait a second. I thought this whole Dreamwalkers thing was huge. And there's none on Minroth, and there's five on Cog. I mean, there's... There's some more of us in other places, but just this isn't exactly a Dreamwalker big place. There's one thing that should be known, this is going to be what's hard, is this. In places where there's darkness, where there's fear, where there's pain, that's where the nightmares breed. That's why we're all split up so much here on COG. We head out to the cities where the oppression is thick. And that's how we find the nightmares and how we battle them out. I mean, it seems like everywhere on this planet, on this It's world. a rough place, I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, there's some problems. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't exactly get a warm welcome uh, and wh- wherever... We were. Oh, people love halflings. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I get close. She's not a halfling. She's apparently a gnome. So, you know, it's like the whole problem with that. <laughs> no, that's not true. Anyway. Yes, it is. I'm a gnome. There are no gnomes. Oh, Maybe. Too. <laughs> oh, uh. I'm a gnome. Keep her secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. And this is the problem I think we're going to face in all the worlds, however we go about doing this. So we're all split up. So, for instance, you know, as you know, Greg, Zephyr makes his way out as far into the flats as he can because he's concerned about keeping, you know, the mages and the the people, the leftovers of Kadim safe. Genevieve and Cyclonix, they pretty much hang out in Cosmic. They feel that that's where they're most needed because, you know, anyone who's lost... They can help. That They're going to be in pain. I travel kind of all over, and Greg, you've been working down south in the wilds. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but travel is obviously much easier in the dream, right? Mm-hmm. And we would be able to spot a lucid in the dream because they would be the only other people in the dream with us, right? But we have to go to the same place, though. Well, right? but that's not unheard of. We've done that before, haven't we? All been in the same dream? 
Yeah, yeah. we should be able to stick together, yeah. The problem is, it's not so easy for us to just simply walk from dream to dream from people to people. That's not something we really know how to do. What if we try really hard? <laughs> well, I mean, and believe in ourselves. I think it'll work. I like positivity. That's good. We just got to know everything that's on the table. Greg, are you aware of the other places? You, you, I mean, if we have all the pieces on the table, we can start making a plan. The other places, what would... The other worlds, the other Dreamwalker guilds. I mean, I do I? <laughs> now this is where your Dreamwalker lore comes in. With Dreamwalker lore, all the different worlds have different checks. Uh -huh. And so give me a roll and I'll let you pick a world that you might know. So give me so give me a Dreamwalker's then, lore okay. and based on the skill the, the, the number you hit, I'll let you pick which world you want to you know what I mean? Okay, yep. Okay, my dream is pretty good. That's a, that's a 20. Okay, so I am going to send it to you in Zoom chat. Okay. And you'll have to pick which one you want to know about. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to ixnay on the last one. Um let's go. But you don't know I mean, the difficulty. So if you you pick one and you don't know if you'll be like this is a hard choice for you because I didn't tell you the difficulty levels on this. Right, right, right. So I'm I'm gonna go with because uh, twenty is pretty good. So be one that's gonna be harder. I don't want to go to pass. So I just I don't I don't want to deal with. I, yeah, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Brolanus. Yeah, Greg. So as somebody who understands not just your own kind of area. But you also are someone who's been trying more and more to learn the Dreamwalkers themselves and how they operate and where they operate. One of the worlds that would come to mind is Rolanus, the world of the path. Rolanus is a world that it's full of stories and it's full of challenges. People on that world all walk what's called the path. And they have a sort of story that they're supposed to fulfill. The more they walk off their path, the more their lives become unbalanced. It is up to each individual to decide if they follow their own story or whether they make their own story. But making their own story can lead to cataclysmic problems depending on where they go. It's kind of a world of grit and risk and it is a story where those who survive are uh, people of truly heroic proportions. There's also something literally called the path. There are uh, roads and sections of the world that take you from place to place. Literally wandering off of these roads and these inlays greatly can alter the story that you were supposed to journey on. Hashtag not my Rolanus. No, no, it's not. It's changed so much. It's so interesting hearing that. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, it's a world of grit and risk, man. So yeah. I thought it was all bunnies and butterflies. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> well, Lannis is a world that kind of worries you. Like, you're going to have to decide. One of the things you're going to start putting together as you start to remember the different worlds and think about where you could go is this. You have the options of 
going to the places that are personal to you. You have the option to stay on COG and pursue the people that are here. You also have the option to make it to these other worlds somehow. The people that you save, the people that you encounter, should be the people that you're essentially going to be able to recruit to your cause. Rolanus is kind of a scary world to contemplate because the people on this world, they're people of note. They're people of power. The people that you would understand or hear that you've heard of are... There's one in particular that is a storehouse of lore and legend. It's known as the Dragon and the Coin. It serves as the keeper of all Dreamwalker lore on Rolanus. And whenever a leader is missing, whenever the guild needs a leader to step up, it's the one that finds and chooses that leader. You have no idea what that means if that coin's missing. The coin and the dragon are one and the same. They change back and forth. And with it missing, if it's been corrupted by the Dream Hunters, you have no idea what that means. The next one that you would want to consider is Nicholas Defer. Nicholas Defer is someone a lot of people mistake as just a bear. (laughs) Um, But he doesn't just help people on their way. He intricately understands the path, the binding force of Rolanus. Besides that, the one that you might be the most worried about is Sarah. Sarah brings hope and joy wherever she goes, and she just lives life. The Dreamwalkers of Rolanus are pretty sure that she's a fucking dragon. (laughs) Because she fights every time she brings down a foe. It's with, like, a tail that isn't there or the roar of a dragon's flame. And that's something that you're all going to have to think about. Who do you save? Who do you recruit? And who can you afford to lose? The last one is luckily probably not there, but unfortunately, it's probably in the City of Nightmares, and that's Alice, who some of you have already encountered. Alice is the one that trained you all. Alice is the most devastating fighter that the Dreamwalkers probably have, and she's sitting right in the middle of the City of Nightmares. Mercurius. Well, it seems like she would be the best choice, but also the most difficult. (laughs) Yeah, that would mean going right into the heart. It would also give us a way to probably find more Dreamwalkers, because she found you guys, and she trained you guys. Wait, is... Uh, is Greg giving us all this information? Yeah, he would be telling everybody this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, he'll just be like, I mean, it's a real, it's a real harsh place, you know. But uh, you know, well, you know, it's like, I mean, it's harsh, but like also the people are real big, you know, like heroes when you do good stuff, you know. It's like, I mean, they're 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 really impressive. That's that's not right. I yeah, it's it's (laughs) honest. No, no, Relanus is like. a really easygoing, like nice, like it's a good, it's a good place. It's not gritty. I mean, it's, I'm not. Brother saying Steel looks bad. at the rest of you. Any idea, Rolanus? Never heard of it. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad place. It's just you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, Rolanus is the world of fables. Ah, uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's the world that, of wrath. You know? Yeah, no, it seems. I don't think that's right. Did you say it's the world of wrath? The path. <laughs> oh, the path. I was like, God damn, this got really crazy really quick. The world quick. of rash. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> He's taken over. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, there's the, the path, but whenever you want to... The path... Oh, yeah, they do have, like, way. the literal path. Yeah, yeah, it's just a safe way. It's I think not, we'll figure that out in a little bit. I, I'm sorry yeah, each yeah. one of you has a different belief system on this. I mean, but... Anything it's else you can tell system. us? This is how this world is. And then can I roll for one of, roll one of the other worlds then? All right, all right, all right. Oh, that's a good one. All right, what well, should I use the best one on? Oh, this is that's like almost the highest it can be without being a net, or that is the highest it can be without being net twenty. What'd you um, get? a nineteen plus seven, so it's a twenty-six. Oh, Cogo, Primos, or Pasmos? Which one? Um. Really don't want to go to Pasmos, like no matter what. <laughs> it's gotta be Obrimus or Pasmos, but I really don't want to go to Pasmos anyway. Well, you also so, don't want us um, to vote because I'm gonna vote for Pasmos. I know. I uh, <laughs> I probably should use the best one on Pasmos because I feel like there's not a lot of information about it. Probably. So yeah, Obrimus could also be very misleading. It's a- I know Obrimus is also gonna be mysterious. Oh man. Oh. Uh, I'm. I just I feel like Pasmos is gonna be really hard, so I'm gonna say Pasmos. Really don't want to, but uh, Tristana kind of goes. Ugh. There's not much that you can think of when it comes to uh, the world of Pasmos. You know that it's basically been ripped apart you know that if anyone needs <laughs> dreams if anyone needs hope it's them <laughs> um, and so the people that are still alive there the dream walkers that have survived are some of the most honorable in theory some of the most dangerous people <laughs> that you could have on your side you know that their base of operations is in uh, it's in some place called the Husk. That sounds gross. Mm-hmm. You know that there is a some sort of like tree-like entity that wanders not just like they're able to wander both uh, underneath the surface of Pasmos safely but they can also return to the surface and anything on the surface of Pasmos is usually ripped apart and torn asunder by whatever rules there. Uh, Stormer is someone who's able to move back and forth and hold their own for whatever that's worth. They are a splintered ancient husk of a tree. Uh, You would know of someone named Rask Grimslore. Rask is also able to kind of freely walk the surface. The guild relies a lot on Rask because Rask, Rask has the the heritage of the demons and can pass as them. You understand that he was plagued by walking dreams and now he's been able to fight them off by himself before the dreamwalkers found him so he could be a really powerful ally in this situation. The last one you would know of is someone named Thrak, possibly. The name is kind of tickling you. You're trying to remember, but you don't know much about this person, short of the fact that they're a dragonborn. And they 
were able to reach out and call upon a power that they're still wrestling with. That's about all you know about Pasmos. And that's something you're going to have to wrestle with is the fact that on one end, the people, the dreamwalkers of Pasmos could be a great help to you, but... They're on Pasmos. Well, you uh-huh. also have to realize you'd have to go to Pasmos. Then you have to consider the fact that if you did save them, would you be able to tear them from Pasmos or right. does Pasmos need them? Pasmos is a dying world. Pasmos is a world that might not have much longer left. Every decision you make is the wrong decision. If you go save them, can you, can you, with no guilt, rip them off of their world in order to benefit yourself? And then let's see if I can roll for Obrimos. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Come on. All right. I say we okay, go so. to get Alice. Right into Mercurius. Why not? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not drunk, and I endorse this message. Um. Okay. So that's uh, an 18 for Obremos. As you begin to ponder, as you begin to think, and the, again, the entire table is just staring at you, desperate for any and all information you can provide. You do begin to piece through what you know about Obremos, the world of shattered timelines. It is a world that has existed chronologically nine times, at least. It's a world that whenever time is broken, it is shunted off into something called the gray. It's there that broken timelines and lost entities are kind of left in a sort of limbo. They never existed, but they'll always be there. On that world, the Dreamwalkers have a base and a place called Jandor. It's a hill that's been leveled and flat, and the guild exists there because for some reason, that area exists outside of the repercussions of time alterations. The reason that they can operate out of that base and not walk around the entire world like the rest of the guilds have to is because of someone named Chadwick Thistleberry. <laughs> Chadwick. Someone, someone did a good job with their name that day. <laughs> yeah. Thistleberry. His full name is Chadwick Thistleberry, Chronicle of the Renowned. And typically he says his name every time. Chadwick Thistleberry inspires the people that he speaks to, and his stories bring the dreaming forward on the world of Obrimos. That's his strategy. His strategy is to basically plant the seeds of the dreaming everywhere because the the more joy the more inspiration that he brings to the world essentially the bigger the dreaming network because of the way he operates he essentially can do exactly what you were talking about earlier he can jump from dream to dream because he knows so many people because he understands so much about the power of stories and the power of inspiration he can basically help his guild on Obrimos jump from dreamer to dreamer and keep them safe. That way they're outside of the alterations of time that constantly shift and break on Obrimos while getting anywhere he needs to or anywhere the rest of the guild needs to. 
So he's our guy, right? Mm, if you leave Kong. Kong and let all this other stuff happen, and if you let everything that means anything to you whittles away as well. If you do this, you'll also have the opportunity, you know this, Greg, to recruit a few other people. Um, there's someone named Nermal, and they're the best person to speak <laughs> to if you need information on Obrimos. Um, they're considered a sage or a psycho. It really depends who you ask because it is a crazy old lady with five ferrets. Each one <laughs> the resurrected soul of someone powerful, according to her. Why aren't we going to see Alice? <laughs> see Alice? Because ferrets. More butt stuff. <laughs> Did you no. say see Alice? Um, to see, see Alice. Alice. Oh, oh, no, I said, why? Yeah, I was like, wait, what? I just would like... It to be known that I am not more afraid, like, I am more afraid of, like, hooking up with some ferret lady than I am of death. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Ferrets smell bad. (laughs) I just like this to be known, like, have have we gone so low (laughs) that this is on the table? Besides that, you might be able to recruit Ulbrich. Ulbrich is someone very interesting. They are... There's something of what less sophisticated people would call a monster. He is a hobgoblin of extreme might and magical prowess who is on a mission to basically clear the name of monsters on uh, Obrimos. You would also be able to hook up with two other people who... They... You don't know how much power they would bring, but they are very interesting individuals that uh, are pretty much the sole financial um, backing. They're they're responsible for the entirety of the financing on uh, <laughs> yes the Dreamwalkers of Obrimos. They um, are named Jacob and Kiki. And they basically run an insurance scam in the various dungeons of the world. You're not (laughs) sure what danger they could bring to the world. You're not sure what benefit (laughs) they could bring to your mission. But they could also just be a wild card that's ready to fuck everything up if let loose. And so just to tighten it up, just in case there was too much, because I know I kind of... Here's your situation. Each one of you is running the risk of losing something dear to you. All of you have been presented with the information that there are various worlds with various dreamwalkers. The clock is ticking. If you go after some, you may lose others, and you may have to challenge them or battle them. It's something that Brother Steel would have mentioned while, that while you were conversating. He never mentioned the dream hunters. It's entirely reasonable for all of you to think the dream hunters are waiting for you and be curious. You've got various worlds, you've got various allies that you've got to worry about, and you also have them directly taunting you with your own personal families, your own personal homes, your personal stories. I think our best bet is to go to Obrimos and uh, find that Chadwick guy. Because he can find other lucid dreamers. Yeah, I think Thistleberry is the f- the first thing okay. we should go for. <sighs> yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like to go make sure all of our stuff is okay, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to be able to until we got more 
people to help us. And I think somebody that can help us find more dreamers, more lucids, it's going to be helpful. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I'll tell you, if y'all leave, I'm staying here and I'm going after the rest here. Well, before we we leave, before we leave, maybe we start here and we help you find people here. Yes. I'm fine with that. Let's not. Maybe find you at least one person, maybe. Yeah, let's not uh, keep hopping around. Let's at least make some headway here. We can do here what we should have done for Janzabar. Isn't time of the essence? And we don't know how to find other lucid dreamers. But we know of someone who can. But we don't know how to find that person. I think if you all stay here, the best place for us to go is Cosmic. That's like the hub. For those of you who don't know, that's like the hub of this world. Everyone ends up at Cosmic at some point. I think if we're going to run into one of our people, we're probably going to run into them there. Heading out into the flats, I can't even travel there. Why? The flats is is dead magic, and if I head there, it's going to rip everything I got inside me apart. We're kind of outlaws here, so why don't we just leave this to Brother Steel and we go skedaddle to Obrimos and find that Chadwick guy. I think it's our best bet. Yeah, we probably can't go collecting Dreamwalkers because we'll no. be weakening, weakening each individual world. We'll have yeah. to find some I, I, way to reach everybody to get them messages. Somehow. You might be able to take some of us, but... but yeah, we don't want to take everybody. We can't leave every every world exposed to these things. I'm trying to find message to find out how it works. I think is I think there is like a dreaming message spell. In Pathfinder, there is. Yeah. And you, you cast through the dreaming. They don't call it the dreaming, but it like perfectly fits in our game. <laughs> oh, well, conveniently, I haven't filled out my last two third level spell slots. I mean, it would make sense for you to have taken it, to be fair. Procrastination pays off. <laughs> you were so, worried about just cheating. Is that cheating? No, I'm just fucking with you. Okay, because if it's cheating, then I won't do it. It's not cheating if you keep yourself from being able to be completely at full power. Uh, so I sit there and I think for a second I'm like, wait. Well, you got to take it at the end of the game. You can't take it mid-game. Oh, That's okay. the trade-off. I was going yeah. <laughs> to say I know it, but obviously I can't cast it. Oh, that's fine. Oh, wait, it says it's one way. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you that's can't. perfect. You send out but... the British are coming and everybody's ready. Do we know how to travel between worlds now? That's why I, I, I yeah. Like, how are we even gonna get there? I, I was just gonna get ready to ask. Uh, well, how, do you know the best way that we think we could get there? I never walked anywhere farther than where my feet could take me. Hmm. So, does anyone have any skills like portal lore or anything like that that would help move this situation forward? I mean, I do know. Stuff about the arcane, like I have arc, arcana. Could I? You could roll that. Roll... Yeah. Do it. Thirty-one. So with the thirty-one, you I mean you would know that there are certain rituals that can take you around, just like the one that you encountered earlier. Brother Steel would point out. He's like, you can buy whatever magic if you want. If you head all the way, what northwest, 
and you would know, Greg, he's talking about the city of Hollem. There's an underground uh, district of uh, basically like peddlers of the arcane that you could contact and tap into. So are we talking about some mudslides? Are we talking about, uh, we got this thing called, uh, it's a fortune cookie, and it's actually a chocolate cookie, too. And it, Sir, it, oh, I thought you had been paid to bring us your best. I did. You might have kind of all been eaten since things like, but... Oh, I thought he still hadn't brought us our food. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, I kind of, yeah, I, I, we're going to assume that he'd been bringing the yeah, stuff yeah. and doing it, but now... I love that it's one of the mudslides. Get you a top of the mountain. We actually need to be in the mountain, not at the top. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you can get portal. inside the mountain. Huh? You got a portal? Can oh. you travel to across worlds? I'll go check and see if we have something like that. And he kind of <laughs> wanders off confused. We're weirding this dude out so much. <laughs> a dessert that is transcendent. I think our best bet is to go to Hollem. even though it's going to take longer. Do you, do you have money? I don't got any money. <laughs> you got Hollem money? I mean, at some at some point, you're all going to have to do things that don't work with the law. I too late. I mean, we already did, yeah, kind already of. Done that. It's kind of too late for that. I mean, you're all talking about money and how much it's going to cost. You ain't got oh. time to go out there and get jobs and, you know, get proper. Jobs. That's, um, I mean, I don't like that. That's true. I mean, if we take a portal to get exactly. Now, Greg... How are we going to help him get off this world? Oh, buddy, uh... I, I don't know that I can stay here on Cog. I know you're from Cog. But... It seems sad. I, these guys... I, I know, wait. I want to help, but... I mean, I'm not from here. So I... You ain't? I don't... No! I just thought you were one of the good ones. No, oh, I mean, thank you for that. That's very kind of you. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I'm actually from Menrot. <laughs> so, uh... Less racist there. Well, different kinds. Different kind everywhere. of racist. <laughs> there's, there's different things. Uh, it's folksy on Menroth, it's fine. <laughs> That's Mike Bloomberg's campaign message, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> different kind of racist. <laughs> OG racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop and you get the gist. Anyway, so <laughs> I think you hurt Shannon. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I I'm not from here, and I mean you've got all this knowledge and intricate. I mean I, I I'm still learning things about Cog. I think you can help them out better here, but these guys, I think they need my help. I mean, they need us both, but I was going to leave them. Just kind of laughs kind of like playfully, not like, fuck them. <laughs> laughs right. like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> 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 well, so, okay, so a serious vote. All in favor of Hollem? Well, I have one question. So, this is more of, like, a meta question-ish, but would Greg be aware of, like, the Nomad or anything in on this world? If you've been to Cosnick, you would know about the Nomad. Look, there's a guy in Cosnick. He's kind of a weird guy. He's got some weird stuff, but he always has interesting stuff, and I don't know if maybe he could help us. So, we we would have to pass through Cosnick to get to Hollow? You're going through Cosnick. Well, no fuck what. it, then. 
It's gonna be rough. We can also check in on the other two. Genevieve and Cyclonix. I, I think it's a win here. Go on there. Done. Let's do it. Agreed. Let's do it. Let's do it. Alright, well, sounds like we got a plan for the top of the mountain. I heard some of y'all talking about that. This is a delicious treat. You basically start from the bottom. This is three different layers of ice cream. It's a, it's a layer of Neapolitan, so that's, I mean, all of them, right? And then after that, you got a rich, creamy Devon vanilla. And then once you get past that... We're staying to eat this, right? It's called self-discipline. Uh, Tristana's already started digging in. He didn't bring oh, it. He didn't bring it. He's asking if you want. <laughs> oh, he didn't? Like, oh, just when you're oh. ready to feel, like seal a decision, he's like, top of the mountain. One of y'all Can ask for that? You want it to go? And Brother Steel says, I agree. Let's get out of here. Yep. And with that, you oh. all hands on the table, dramatically stand up, move on to your next destination. Greg, you look very stressed out about missing out on the ice cream. Yeah, he's like longingly looking back as we leave. Um, I dig through my bag and I find like a, a, a little treat, just a little something, and I hand it to, to Greg. A stale ass graham cracker, and I hand it to Greg. Thank you, that's, that's very kind. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode. This is the one I've been building up to for a while now, and it's good to have all the pieces on the board. From here on out, I have no idea what's going to happen. Believe that. One of the reasons this episode is so important to me is that this features so many of the characters patrons submitted last year during our thank you campaign. So many of you took the chance to submit your ideas for Dreamwalkers, and I honestly think the Worldwalkers universe is so much better for it. You took time to work with me and craft these imaginative, amazing protectors of the dreaming and the waking. And all I want to do is do right by them and by you. I hope I nail it. I mean, I didn't know Nathan was going to corrupt Mercurius and literally change the entire campaign and turn all of your characters into antagonists, but I'm still excited to see them inside the game. So let's give some thanks for the patrons whose characters were in this episode. Zephyr by Fabian Vanderveen, who's one of our first patrons. Genevieve and Cyclonix, named after the online handles of their creators. Brother Steel by Johnny, an old school fan who's been with us for a long time. Chadwick Thistlebury by Kevin Scott Joyner, a brilliant musician and a good friend. Ulbrick by Jared Madura, whose character has given us a chance to explore a whole other part of Obrimos. Nermal by Jane of Pigeon Gazette and one of the original World Walkers. Jacob and Kiki by Callie and Lynn. Callie you should know by now, and Lynn is one of our mods on Discord and a longtime friend of the podcast. The Dragon and the Coin by Evox Alien, who took the idea of Rolanus and the Dreamwalkers and added so much to the lore with this character. Nicholas Defer by Nagito Evie, someone who not only makes hilarious characters, but was part of the group that gave us back Rolanus, though, as you heard, it's a little bit different now. Sarah by Dadawal, a kind, caring individual who was also part of the Rolanus Restoration game and someone I consider very lucky to have played with and know as a person. Alice by Jessica Albert, who created a character with such complexity that we've only scratched the surface of her origins. Thrak Mobilot Edza, 
by Max Sanabria. Rask Grimslore by Kenton Coble, who built a character from a world that's barely been explored in the podcast and created someone that says so much about the themes and struggles of Pasmos. Stormer by Eric the Irk Turtle, a fan that's done everything from fan art to crafting some of our best conspiracy theories. We should also take a second to thank the patrons whose characters have already appeared in the podcast. Shadow by Destiny, someone who's been a part of our scene for a while and offered a character that explores important themes to both Jess and I personally and the world at large. Professor Bogart by James S. Miller, a member of Worldwalker's Heroes, a friend, and a person who probably doesn't know how much they have helped both the podcast and myself over the years. Hadir by Galev, who helped me be less close-minded about putting more Dragonborn into the worlds. During character creation, we had a wonderful conversation about a lot of themes important to us, and I feel fortunate to have had a bit of his time. And finally, Stumpy, created by my grandma, who only wanted to make a character that protected everyone, because that's the kind of person she is. Thanks to the musicians who allowed their music to be used, and thanks to Sirenscape for allowing subscribers to have access to their catalog. We'll see you all next time. Oh, 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 you thinking that I've grown as a person. <laughs> but now you know the key. Just start feeding your ass at everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't hear the last syllable of that word. Street Streetwalker is the outdated term. Okay. Lady of the evening. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. way good. Yeah. yeah, lady of the night. Yeah. There you I go. Don't, I don't have this lady hoe. of the night money. It's only lady of the evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lady of the brunch. Yeah. <laughs> brunch. <laughs> he just had to pay her in mimosas. <laughs> Nobody buys hookers mimosas. What are you doing with your time and money? That's brunch. <laughs> That's the whole point of brunch is mimosas. Is mimosas mm-hmm. and hookers. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Callie. That's <laughs> how oh, I like my Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full of mimosas and hookers. <laughs> uh-huh. Good for you. <laughs> Gotta live it up. That's my church. <laughs> exactly. Preach. For better or worse. You want to be here, Pedro. Jess, <laughs> basically, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're all trapped in here with me. <laughs> right. It's just about perspective. For what it's worth, when he was speaking possessed, he didn't have his, like, drawl. Like, he had a different voice, didn't he? Uh, no, because I fucked up, and I didn't know what I was going to do with his voice yet. Fair enough. As <laughs> like, I said three lines. The next line I said with a drawl, and I was like, you know, I should do that. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, sure, if that adds depth to the story, it's like, wow. It's, it's not true, though. <laughs> I don't think going to this place called the Flats is right, because if it's a dead magic zone, then Tristana, Hopscotch, you <laughs> guys will be in big trouble out there. I mean, who knows? So that's... <laughs> that's true. You don't you don't listen to that fucking guy. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> that, that 
that just tone of voice. We can all just be hookers. <laughs> what? Maybe that's the name of the episode. We could all just be hookers. <laughs> Greg, get back up on the pole. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do oh that. God, oh my god, pole. with all of my performance skill. <laughs> World riders. <laughs> Let's oh just go god. find a, you know, a, a skinny, uh, what do they call him? Sugar daddy? <laughs> no. <laughs> strip club. Oh. Oh Let's all just sell our bodies for a couple of nights. We'll get enough money. We'll go live it up. And how dare <laughs> oh, no, you, sir? So <laughs> That's what the nightmares want to do to no, us anyway. Remember, Nathan's friend uh, was going to be my homeless. One, and my and my roommate. They both yeah, yeah. did that shit. Yeah, yeah. He was gonna. He was gonna be homeless. It was the funniest and, stories that came out of that club. Oh though. yeah, yeah. He was gonna be homeless, uh, and so I, I told him he could stay with me, and I gave him like twenty bucks or fifty bucks, something like that, to get on his feet and stuff like that. And I saw him at the mall, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" He's like, "Good. Check this shit out." And he pulled out this like leopard skin thong, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude, I bought this." And I was like, "With my money." And he's like, yeah, I invested it. Like, I'm going to be working at this uh, this gay strip club, and this thing right here is going to make me so much more money than that 20 bucks was going to make. And I was like- Hey, man, thinking ahead. The funniest part is that both of those chuds never made any money at never. the strip club. They just really? The best thing he got out of that place was cake all over his ass. <laughs> That's a story for another day.